What's good, everyone? Welcome to the Cine Gents. This is your host, Santiago. Yes, I'm sticking with that name. And with me tonight, I have... I mean, I'm not sure who the real host is, but no, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> this your boy, King Javon here. Uh, How is everybody doing? All our listeners that's tuning in. You sound like you forgot your name there for a second, my guy. You forgot your King J Vine? No, I just let it slide a little bit. Okay. You know, I, okay. I, I'll get into the episode of, you know, I, I've been out here sick, then caught the, the COVID, the Rona. Yeah, the Rona. <laughs> yeah, let's talk about that for a second, man. How you feeling, though? Yeah, I'm taking it day by day. I mean, so if y'all ever hear me, like, cough randomly, y'all know what it is. <laughs> um so, you know, people make jokes about it, but, like, you really got the Rona if you be coughing or sneezing. Yeah, like, seriously. It's been a, a journey. Like, people make sure that you're safe. I mean, I know that I've been kind of doing pretty decent compared to some people who, like, are in the hospital or who, mm-hmm. uh, you know, like, ventilators. But I've been, like, really sick. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I appreciate it. My gentleman here, Santiago, checking in with me pretty much every day. Um, and the other people that's been like checking in pretty often, but it's been rough, but hopefully I'll be over this soon. Yeah. Yeah, man. We, we definitely pull it for you. And we got to cut this night short. We, we definitely can, man. It is no big deal. I'm sure our listeners will understand as well. We, they, they appreciate you though. Still hopping on. I appreciate them for tuning in. How you doing though, brother? You know, man, I'm <laughs> Man, you know I don't like talking about myself like a lot when good stuff happens, but I'm good, G. Um, I, uh, you know, just started a new job, got things going with, uh, you know, photography, just closed one of my most expensive shoots, you know, so I'm really, really excited about doing that, doing the shoot, doing the editing with that, and, you know, I'm finally be up out of my parents' house for y'all, for the y'all, y'all don't know, moved to Virginia pretty much on a whim no job and stuff so your boy was pretty much homeless i mean yeah i was staying with my parents but in my in my head in the way i view things i was pretty much homeless in a sense because if i do the wrong thing i'm out so that's what they say but your mama love you too much nah bro my mom was (laughs) actually actually when i was a teenager my mom was the one that kicked me out the first time not even your pops not even my pops i mean i was definitely when it stayed at a friend's house and I was back in the house within two days but my mom is from she's one of them southern mothers so she don't play like she can love you but love you from afar tough love is still love you feel me yeah that's the heart of that's that's good but bad (laughs) yeah yeah she 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 don't play she don't play with any type of disrespect and so especially when she give you chances so like I you know you can be – I was mad at first, but looking back, I can absolutely understand why she did it now. Like, yeah, you kind of helped you. So speaking on that, like, how would you feel like being raised? Like, I know you have both mom and dad, but, like, having that type of uh, mom, like, how did it help your mindset develop, you feel like? It, it definitely helped my mindset develop a lot differently than I think most because – you know, I look like my mom and a lot of my characteristics are from her as far as my, you know, directness and assertiveness with certain certain areas. So in that she recognized that she recognized that in me when I was young. So 
you know, it, it, it's a double-edged sword. It has its pro, well, not double-edged sword. It has its pros and cons. The pro of that is, you know, you grow up faster, you learn things quicker, and she doesn't have to worry about you. The con is she doesn't have to worry about you because you're more independent. So there's things as, you know, children, um, then teenager, you try to navigate, you know, you know, I have my pops there as well, but because they're so used to you being so, you know, being, you, you know, understanding things a lot quicker that sometimes they forget like, hey, he's still growing up and trying to figure things out. And I definitely could have been more vocal, like, yo, help me. I need help. But, you know, pride and stuff like that, you know, you used to doing stuff all on your own, which I had no reason to think like that. I had two loving parents, but I did. So the dynamic of like growing up. You want to be grown. Yeah, I wanted to be grown without the grown responsibilities, you know, like pretty much how a lot of us think now. <laughs> like, you know, I thought being an adult was all fun. I didn't see all the, you know, stuff behind it. I just saw the glamour, the glamour in front. Yeah, I mean, that's like, and I'm sure our listeners may have remembered the episode where Pat dad knocked him out because he thought he was grown. Bro, yeah, man. You still talk about that. Like, I, we, we still, I mean, we're men, so we're always going to wrestle and stuff like that. But I ain't never going to try to take him like I did when I was 15. And I don't care if he turns 70, 78. I'm never doing that again. <laughs> hey, yeah, you know it's real. you 15, you can... You try to get grown and you get knocked out. I mean, bro, I've never felt so, so I've never felt so weak and like, uh, bro, it was just bad. It wasn't even that he put me to the ground. It was how quickly he did it, and effortlessly. <laughs> I don't think I. Bro, I was like, I ain't never experienced that though. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, man? Like, how how was your dynamic growing up? I know you had a pretty strong woman. In your yeah, life. So, yeah, so uh for the listeners, y'all probably already remember, but um growing up more in a single parent household, I think my mom did a lot of things that were to me, um she raised me very much to be a high value male. And what I mean by a high value male is that she didn't raise me just based off like a regular single mom. And I'm not saying that all single moms are the same, but my mom used a lot more like Bible principles um, and instilled a lot more of that in me, which kind of like helped my outlook. Um, she didn't just raise me like to be like, this is uh, how you deal with a woman or this is how you deal with like problems as they come up. She always like uh, said things like, <clears throat> you need to evaluate yourself. You need to also evaluate like the principles of it, the right and wrong of it. Uh, not ever bashing like my pops not ever bashing like uh anything that from her past like the how some women not all but will say something bad about somebody's dad but yeah they're the ones who slept with him so she never said anything like she never did those type of things so I think that also made me be a little bit more mindset where I didn't look at like my pops in a bad way ever in my life um Mm -hmm. also never even um when I looked at like my principles I always thought about things like a little bit different yeah. of course i kind of grew up in a better neighborhood but my mindset was like i want to be able to make it out of here because i know it's a world that's bigger than this and i think that's what she helped me like be able to focus on so that made me not talk about high value thinking um that that's a big part of it i would say yeah so yeah so you know touching on a few things that you said there one thing you said was uh you know, in the neighborhood you grew up you grew up in so pretty much you essentially were raised on survival to an extent 
Yep. And people who weren't right, who were raised in love and not raised in survival, they truly can never comprehend why, you know, the thought process of people raised on survival from a young age and having to grow up quick, how they have some of the thought processes that they have. And, you know, I'm not going to go here and say, oh, no, I was, you know, we did live in a rough neighborhood at one point in time. And I did have to grow up quickly, especially, you know, military brat coming from Germany to going to Nogo or North Chicago for y'all don't know. So I think my third week in school, I got in my first fight. I got beat up like pretty bad. But after that, I realized that I got to learn to fight. My parents are going to be here to protect me. Teachers don't. Whether they care or not, it, it it doesn't really matter because I still got to be able to protect myself. Yeah, that's very true. I mean, I think a great point about the like the love versus uh, survival. And I think uh, I've thought about that like statement a lot. And I feel like I've had a mix of both. Um, mm. And what I mean by that is that the the survival part, of course, from the neighborhood. But I always knew that like I had like a loving mom also. Yeah. Like my grandma, um, when I was younger, younger, I had more survival mindset because um, moms had cancer. So I didn't mm-hmm. really get to interact with my mom as much. So uh, I thought she would pass away. My grandma was still at work. So that in that age, I had the mindset of survival. But then as time went on, that love and affection, I knew it was there. So I also had to balance out the two. Like in, when I'm around my friends, I'm one way, but around when I go home, I'm a different way. So I, I knew I had it, but it was just understanding that life is bigger. You know what I mean? Um, especially like you just said, North Chicago and those areas, um, <clears throat> kind of a rougher area. Um, you know, anybody that know Pat, Pat's a pretty short guy, so he probably did get beat up. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> nah, man, you're not lying, bro. Like, I did the first time. The first fight, I, I, I bro, it was not pretty. Um, but but, but I, if anybody know Pat on Hennessy, it's the total opposite. It is the total opposite <laughs> for no reason, bro. That's why I can't drink that, man. There's no reason to be acting a fool and getting some of the debaucherous stuff I did with on Hennessy, bro. It's like my, it's my kryptonite and my superpower all in one. <laughs> Yeah. So what would you, so what would you say, Pat? Like when you talk, we talked about you know this mindset of the survival and love. What would you say, yo? Having that tougher love, like how did it develop you into the the man you are today? Um, do you feel like it did flaws or did it do more positives? With any reason, you know, especially with your firstborn, what I recognize and what I'm gonna do with my firstborn too is you're gonna make mistakes, even you're learning you're a parent so there's always going to be flaws but you want to see if those the pros outweigh you know the cons that are out the way the flaws and i would say yes because the way i approach different things when things happen as such as you know job or you know things happen in my personal life yeah it could definitely make me affect me a certain way but i'm able to control my emotions to a certain point and over to navigate through that and you know realize look at it from like a practical and logical standpoint like why did this happen what do i need to do in the future so this doesn't happen now and a lot of that is because of the tough love i received from both my pops and my mom they were not easy on me at all and at first you know you don't understand it like bro i'm just a kid can i just like do this and do that but you realize and this is the problem i think with society now with this whole 
you know, flipping of, you know, this or that, or, you know, this is okay. We say this is okay, but if you're like this, this isn't okay. My parents raised me essentially just to be a man's man. And what I mean by that, not to disrespect women or anything like that, but to be the leader within any, within the household or relationship or whatever I'm doing. So in doing that, they were tougher on me than they were on my sister. I didn't understand at a point in time, but I get it now. But my sisters, don't get me wrong. My sister is not to be played with at all. And not just because of me. That girl is strong on her own. That's dope. And I think that's the, the big point of when you do have strong-minded parents um, who's had a rougher life or who even who hasn't, they, the ones that actually like do have that hard love is is the best type of love I've I've learned <laughs> from my own experience. I think one of my things was even though I had that hard love, and I can admit this compared to like who I was then and now, I had a lot of uh, emotions, and I don't like to generalize and say like men or women, but I feel like I had a lot of feminine emotions, and I hate. To, to be saying that <clears throat> that's a bad thing, but in a sense it was because I was letting my emotions take over a lot of my actions when I was younger. And I feel like as I've come into my own um, and more of a man, um, it really has shaped, like looking back, like why was I so quick to get angry? Why would I react over this or that? Like those are a lot of tendencies that, as a man, like I shouldn't really have, it's okay to share your emotions, but it's not okay to just react or uh, I'm quickly getting upset about something instead of like letting myself process it. You can't make, you can't even make smart decisions off being happy. Don't ever let an emotion I've learned, don't ever let an emotion make a decision, happiness, sadness, anything. I think that was something I really struggled with um, when I was younger. And, you know, I, I I appreciate you definitely trying to make sure we don't offend anybody at all. When you look at it, though, there there just is masculine and feminine energy. It, it's felt whether we want to admit it admit it or not. That's not for me to to get on here and say. It, that's just my. It's felt and it's known by all. That's why you can look at somebody and be like, oh, he's soft, he emotional, or you look at somebody else and you're like, nah, he about his business. Well, why do you think you say that? Because I'm not the only one who said it, and I'm sure my listeners aren't the only one. You can tell if somebody uh, has masculine energy or feminine energy. You may not understand it, but you can definitely tell because you make comments about it. We all do it in different ways. So I definitely understand where you're coming from, and I definitely had a lot of that too, and that would be one of the cons of growing up in a tough household. I didn't know how to navigate my emotions appropriately it was for me at one point it was either no emotion or all the emotion and you know that hot and cold thing is just, it, it just doesn't work at all so that led me into a lot of like anger issues and a lot of trouble and you know I know you talked about high value male and so, and you know in that I'm definitely working to get there, you know, from a financial aspect and from a mental, from a mental aspect, I'm definitely a lot better place than I was from a financial aspect. I'm, you know, improving every day, spiritual as well. That one's been a little bit harder 
because I just been, I'm gonna be keeping a hundred. I just been lazy with the spiritual side of that, but I've been working on that and emotionally, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm working on that as well. So when my definition or how I felt a high value male was was somebody who just, you know, in a room commanded respect, but I thought respect was by trying to fight everybody or trying to like prove that you are this, what everybody always trying to call themselves now alpha for me real quick. If you are alpha, I don't think you ever have to actually say that out loud. Like, do you ever hear a CEO be like, Oh, I'm the CEO. Like just randomly like, bro, we know you're the CEO. Your face is all over the company. So for me, I had a very, uh, it was just, I guess, in a sense, like insecurities I didn't with, didn't deal with and, you know, lack of very, just emotional immaturity. Like I was grown from, you know, every other aspect, except for a mental or I guess emotional, I was still a child for, for the longest time. Yeah, that, that makes a lot of sense, brother, especially saying what's your definition of a high value male would be and the alpha part of it because I feel like oftentimes so many people do so much of I'm this I'm that instead of just show your work as they say like you shouldn't even have to talk about it um and I know I mentioned earlier like how uh I was raised to supposed to be a high value male but that's who you know the person that was raising me you know thought what a high value man I'm sure she I'm sure my mom didn't actually come out and say the word high value right 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 right. (laughs) but you know i mean in her mind she was teaching me to be like you know a person of god and this and that and i can look at it now when i say about this um emotions and things like that um you're right there are feminine and male characteristics however how do you navigate those things and i think that's something Mm -hmm. that a lot of men have to to learn themselves um Mm -hmm. me and you growing up um in near Chicago and near these other uh, rougher cities, we know that most men don't even know how to navigate their own world. And I think that's the biggest problem today that we got to get back to giving back to the community, um, especially men who are trying to be on their purpose. Um, I feel like you said that you're working on it and and there's things I'm working on now. Um, Getting back into the gym is important for men and women. You know, you want to feel confident about who you are. Um, you want to feel attractive. But when you eating all day and not putting any movement into your body, like your body is becoming saturated with with fat. I mean, right. And and a lot of times people don't even realize that how you uh, you physically feel also helps how you mentally feel and emotionally feel. So that's a, a big part of it. Um, not even that, but what what type of information are you putting into your brain? Are you reading? Are you just listening to Future All Day, which is not, you know, elevating your mind? You know, get a book. You know, these are things that you have to do when you want to get to a point where you are feeling, you know, a high value man or woman, or even feeling like you you are that person. Um, checking who you associate with. Are you associating with with like minded people? Um, I mean, I talk to this guy almost every well, I do talk to him every day. Pretty but, you know, he talked to other people besides me, and I talk to other people. But how are those people uh, making an impact into your world? You have to look at those things. 
Um, you want to make all these people want to make six figures and all these things. I mean, if you're making 50,000, that's fine. But look at how you get to the next level of your life. And I feel like that's that's the biggest thing. You need to be able to be confident, intelligent, and you also have to be aggressive in different ways. Yeah. The things that you want to do, you go after. You can't just, oh, well, I don't want to say this because I'm touching on toes. Like, no, you got to go after it and be confident with who you are and who you want to be and be able to get to that point. I think those are things that really like looking at um, valuing yourself. And also, it, you know, not everybody believes in religion, but find you something spiritual to look into you know if it is god i think that's one of the biggest problems that uh today like there's no nothing out there that is actually teaching people that there's something bigger than us (laughs) and understand that you you need to be able to have a faith and be able to organize yourself because we depended too much on ourselves uh instead of something bigger than us (laughs) And and that's honestly where a lot of the the problems occur, whether we want to believe it or not. That that that's where a lot of the problems were come before religions were invented or you know created. There was our we were already warring with each other beforehand. So it wasn't just because of religion that man was divided. Man was divided before. So we we're always we're always be, we get in that way because we always look at ourselves as the highest thing. And when we do that, we just think we can do what we want. There's no regulation. And, you know, that's an issue as well. And um, kind of going back to, you know, a few things that you said with, um, you know, being, you know, emotional, you know, emotional control and then going after what you want. That's what a lot of men lack. And, then, you know, our, a lot of our focus in mind too in the past, brother, so like, I'm not attacking y'all because I've been there. Lamont has been there. We've all been there in different stages. So I'm not tracking y'all. Uh, we're just doing you know, letting y'all know because we've been there, we get it. A lot of men in the past is just focusing on, oh, I need to sleep with this many women and then I'm a man. If I do this, that means I'm a man. If I do, and, and they're not actually working on themselves. And what I mean by that is they're not doing stuff that they truly enjoy. They're doing stuff where they can peacock or, you know, flex for social media, Instagram, you know, Snapchat or whatever. Because Brother, the brothers I know that are really on their purpose, they don't got time for social media like that. Unless they're, you know, that's part of their job, like with working out, fitness, or whatever they do, they're not on social media to flex. And that that's a lot of the culture nowadays. Like I have to show everybody what I'm doing. I have to show my value in people rather than realizing the value in myself. And like King J. Von said, a lot of that just comes from some sort of spirituality. And also just reading and working out. You'd be surprised how many times if you just don't hit the snooze button at one time, you get up at five in the morning or if you got children and stuff and you got to do it at night and you do, you know, it don't have to be nothing crazy where it's two hours, two and a half hours. You could do some small, start off small, whatever, jogging around the block or something or doing crunches or pushups in, in the living room. There's so many YouTube videos in different ways, different apps that we really don't have much excuses. But we make time for what we want. And, you know, what I noticed with a lot of men, and again, I'm going to put myself in this category because I was there, is that we wouldn't, we won't make sure we're right, but we will be trying to pursue women we ain't got no business pursuing. 
or pursuing a job or a, a position or some type of, you know, some type of thing that we had no business pursuing because we haven't worked for that. We, we're too busy trying to get to the end goal rather than enjoying the journey. And when I'm saying we, I said, I, you know, I can't really speak for women too much. I only can speak for what I've been since I've been born. And that's a man and what I've seen. So a lot, a lot of it is us, you know, taking the time to give back to our communities, to sit down with brothers who think, you know, like us or who, you know, are more successful than us, who are, you know, can help guide us, sit down with people in their forties and fifties, talk with them, talk with the old heads. That, that has helped me a lot actually realize what the true value of myself is. And I've seen that change within my attitude, me getting back in the gym, uh, reading more and all that has really, you know, changed my perspective on things. And, you know, one more thing I'm gonna hit on and King J Von, I definitely want your opinion on this too, is my brothers, y'all gotta stop watching porn. Seriously, you got to stop watching porn and you got to stop. You got to stop fapping. And if you get mad because I'm saying this, you definitely need to stop then. I'm telling y'all, you got to stop. And if you subscribe into OnlyFans, I can't even be bad at the women that are on OnlyFans because it's a simple economics, supply and demand. If there was no demand, it wouldn't matter how much the supply was. Obviously, there's a high demand. Therefore, they're going to make bread. And yeah, y'all can't be mad at them for doing that, saying that they're taking advantage of Patrol and want to subscribe to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's the thing where we got to get back to, like, taking responsibility and accountability for our own actions. They just making a quick buck. Whether I agree with it or whether you agree with it, it doesn't really matter. If people weren't subscribing and doing it, wouldn't make no money. So can you really fault them? I can't. So y'all got to stop putting people on a pedestal. Y'all got to stop watching porn. I'm going to keep saying this until somebody gets it or somebody comes on the show to tell me why they have to watch porn. I would love to have a conversation of why you feel like that's a necessary thing to have, because I'm not even speaking from a biblical standpoint right now, from a a strictly scientific standpoint. And I'll let King J. Vaughn, he has a little bit more insight on this as well. It is just not the cons outweigh the very minimal pros that watching porn has. It it truly does, because I, you keep watching that stuff. Um, there's so much research out there. Um, just all you got to do is do simple Google searches. I mean, seriously, you're, you're, you're altering your brain chemicals. Not only are you altering your brain chemicals, you start getting to a point where you not even may not even desire the woman that you're married to, woman that you're dating. I mean, that that's serious because now you're sitting there being more... De- attracted or even having more of a desire for a screen than you do the person that you're involved with. I mean, not even from a biblical standpoint, like you are literally almost worshiping a screen or something, you know, from Pornhub or wherever these websites are, you're worshiping something else. I mean, I'm going to be honest and just say it. How weird is it that you're touching yourself? Like, that's weird. Like, and, and, yeah, exactly. 
Exactly. And it's it's weird that you're watching other people have sex. Like, think about that. Now, you, you're, it's, it, it, it's your, is your, is your dick and is your body. But what I'm telling you is you're doing more damage from a psych, like King J. Vaughn said, from a psychological perspective, because there's two incidents in which 100% of your dopamine is released. 100%. I can't remember the other one, but one is sex. Your body cannot tell the difference between you masturbating and looking at a, uh, um, a phone or a laptop or whatever you, you're looking through in actual sex. So if you reach to that point, you know, quickly where that's released, it's going to be like, oh, I didn't really need to, re- I didn't really need to do much work to get that dopamine released. So your body's like, okay, we'll, we'll do less work going forward. And then it goes, your dopamine goes down and down. That's why a lot of people are depressed or like after they're done, I'm like, what did I just do? Your reward circuits are thrown off. They're completely thrown off. And that's why when you, and this may man be true for all men, all right, you know, but that's why with the men this is true with it and you only, you know, you, you, you have problems talking to certain women, looking at certain women, or your, your thought process is, man, they, they should just give it to me because I'm nice. Yeah, that's ridiculous. I mean, the last thing I'm going to say uh, on that, as well as like on a another level of stop having expectations for people. I mean, especially, you know, you watching porn and stuff like that, um, but then turning around and <clears throat> expecting somebody out in the public or somebody that you're dating or even interacting with to do those same things. I mean, stop having these expectations and just stop doing it. <laughs> like stop masturbating stop watching that stuff um mentally get yourself together um you know you will notice that you are able to focus more on yourself focus on your success focus on your purpose um and then when you do meet someone if you haven't already you're able to give them you know parts of yourself that you realize that you weren't able to exactly you know last thing i'll say about that part too and move on to our last little topic here is yeah just just know your own value with that because that 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 stuff actually could well does cause ed in some men as well so it's not it's not necessary you you watch if you don't believe me do this go 30 days without it third just 30 days and you'll and if you don't feel any different then go 60 days Still don't feel a difference, go 90. Yeah, I know I thought y'all said, oh, go back to it. No. Go until you feel the change, because you will eventually feel the change. There's no BS. Now, I'm not going to be on that, oh, yeah, you'll be able to list cars and stuff because you're maintaining your seat. And it, it's not that deep for me. It is not. But you will feel different. Your testosterone levels will be up, uh, along with um, your, your dopamine levels and other things. You won't feel suppressed. You'll be more secure. And these are just for the men that this is true for. If this ain't true for you, uh, shoot, I don't know what to tell you. But and also in being a high value male, it's just you know knowing your purpose and knowing when to when to say when and you know when to go after things. Uh, King J. Vine got one more question for you. So you did speak on you know being a high value male and everything. What made you realize that you had some work to do 
with that? And how did you change that to get to the position you are? Because I know a lot of people don't know this, but you, you, you do, you are in a solid position for yourself right now from the perspective in which I see. So what, what did you do to get yourself from point A to point B? I feel like there was a few things. I, I had to recognize uh, who I was. I think that's a big part of it. Like I was, I had to, I don't want to say identity crisis, but I was struggling like where, where I want to be, um, who I want to be. And I feel like I've kind of struggled with that more recently, honestly. Um, there's been, a, you know, a number of things that have happened, like more so, you know, recently uh, from, mm-hmm. you know, deaths in my family to, uh, you know, the people that I've interacted with, association, getting back to like having a spirituality. Um, those things, like when you truly trying to find yourself, you start to wonder, um, like you said, you know this, but the viewers don't like, I have a pretty solid job for the most part. Um, but at the same time, is I realize also I have to elevate that um, outside of just my job. So I had to really start going back to really reading, getting back into the gym, um, especially for men that, you know, you may be in a relationship, you may not. But a lot of times when you are in a relationship, you sometimes will lose yourself. Um, you're not always going to the gym, you're getting complacent. Remember, like, do not get complacent in that relationship because that's how you end up losing yourself and end up losing the person you with, too. Because then, who is really leading that relationship? If if somebody else has to encourage you to go to the gym as a man, you should be doing those type of things. As a man, you should be providing different ways. Um, even in friendships, mm-hmm. who's leading those, yep. like, conversations and those relationships you should be it should be something that's both ways it shouldn't be where you always take it you know y'all you should be able to keep up um when me and this guy here talk is literally though i'm saying stuff he also has information that's that's given to me so you got to associate yourself um with those type of people i feel like i've struggled um in many different ways when i was trying to figure out where I want to be. Um, and I had to realize why, why do I want to do it? And I think that's the biggest thing. Like as I only can talk as a man, you need to be able to ask yourself, what is your why and why you want to get to that point? So if you want to make six figures, um, if you don't want to make six figures, but you want to um, be the person that solves a, a problem in society, ask yourself why. And I think once you actually start asking yourself why, that's when you start being able to figure out like the things you want to do and also being able to look at your purpose yeah, in a different way. Exactly. Too. Uh, uh, I love that, bro. That is dope. Thank you for sharing that, man. You know, cause it, it's similar stuff. Like me and this guy talk a lot about different things. We helped each other out through doing different, you know, different events in our lives. And that, that was just the same for me, like realizing, really realizing, not just talk about, cause all of us could just talk a big game, like, you know, this and that, gotta, 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 but it's just one thing to talk about. It's another thing to execute. And you have to execute past the point of that motivation. So everybody, you know, especially during New Year's resolutions, everybody's motivated to be in the gym till January 31st. And what always happens around first, second week of February? A lot of us fall off. Life gets in the way, death in the family, a different things happen. That's when you really have to push yourself to keep going. 
because that's that's probably the only thing that's stopping you from getting to and it's not just pertaining to the gym that that's the only thing that's that's stopping you from leveling up maybe you had a job that you don't like and you keep applying to different positions and not getting it well maybe if maybe the next position is the one you want maybe something's going to open up in a company that you that you enjoy with a different job you just got to keep pushing and you have to make yourself value nobody's going to give you anything and if somebody's just throwing something at you that's not something you want anyways so really find your purpose find your like king j fine said find your why my brothers um we're definitely more talking to y'all tonight find your why and always reach out like y'all could reach out to us on email through our personal you know social media pages obviously things that we would discuss stays between us or anything unless y'all want to come on episode and share things and just reach out you know because we don't have all the answers we 29 and 27 um we don't have all the answers we don't but the answers we do have could help and if we don't have the answers we definitely we we not no haters like no i did this myself so you got to do it Nah, it don't even rock like that if some if one of y'all come to us like yo i'm in college i'm struggling with this i'm struggling with depression so so that's how to solve struggling with this with women i'm struggling with this with financial whatever it may be come reach out to us we don't got the answers for you we'll definitely guide y'all to the correct way because that, that's all we, we would focus on moving forward just so y'all know with this podcast and everything our, our focus is just to uplift our brothers and even our sisters too there's too many you know fighting within our own people and then minorities and then americans in general it's just just levels and levels of fighting and we all tired of seeing it we're not going to be promoting it going forward on this podcast and channel yes we will be talking about dating we will be checking when women are doing stuff and keeping them accountable, but we will also be making sure that we're providing the healing on both sides. That's that's what we're doing going forward. So if y'all want to know where the direction of this podcast is going, we're going to be recording a lot more. We're going to be taking this a lot more seriously. We're definitely just going to be reaching out to making sure that we're being another set of light onto, uh, you know, onto everything that's going on. Seriously, I mean, we hear for you. Let us know. Um, it's it can be simple as a shooting us a, a DM message. I mean, hey, we don't know the answers all the time, but we also exactly. know where to find. Yeah, I'm gonna be hard. We're gonna be hard on your views, especially the brothers, because we just want to see y'all level up. I will say this last thing: um, if your finances aren't together. If you're not together physically, and you know what I mean, brothers, and if you're not together from an emotional standpoint, the last thing in the world you should be worrying about is a woman. Is a woman. That's the last thing you should be looking at. Last thing you should be doing, the first thing you should be doing when you get off, when you wake up in the morning is not get on Facebook, is not on Twitter, it's not on Instagram, it's not even checking your phone. Unless you're just trying to see the time, because I, I do do that. Um, make sure I didn't oversleep. But it should be getting yourself in a book. Um, for those of you who don't know really where to start, a good book to start is The Alchemist. You you know, also The Seven Habits of uh, Highly Effective People is excellent. Rich Dad, Poor Dad, it's a really good book. Really, really good book. If you haven't read that, definitely would check that out. And just level yourself up. I'm telling you, once y'all do that, 
and and cut out the pornography as well, you're going to feel a lot better. It's a fact. And if you don't, that means you're not doing something right. And if you need help with it, that's what we're here for. We're just here to uplift brothers from now on. That's all we're going to be doing. We'll talk to y'all soon. This is Santiago. Hasta luego. Peace. We're going.